Hello and welcome back to the Good Fucking Energy Podcast. I'm really excited to sit down today and record this episode for you guys. This episode means a lot to me because it's currently what I am going through myself and what better time than to give this type of advice and this guidance than when I'm literally living it in the present moment. So not only as you know this these podcast episodes tend to be not only is this messages and guidance for you but every time I sit down for these episodes I feel like I channel through information that I needed to hear as well. And as this is something that I'm really living through right now myself, I am excited to receive that guidance too. And I know one of the best ways for me to process and to learn is really through teaching, through talking about it, through talking through it. That is so healing for me. So I feel that all of these podcast episodes always deliver me with just as much healing as I hope that they bring to you. So I'm excited to dive into this topic, but before we get started, I I have a couple things to share just to talk about. For one, this episode will be coming out actually a week about from when I'm recording it. So I'm recording it on a Monday and it will be coming out next Tuesday. So when you guys listen to this, I will be in Costa Rica on my first ever solo trip. I've never taken a trip alone. I've never been gone as long as I'll be gone. So a lot of emotions, a lot of fears and anxieties, if I'm being honest, are being brought up for me now. But before we get into that, which we will, I also wanted to just mention, so (laughs) all my days are confused because I'm recording this, like I said, in advance, but the podcast episode that you guys heard last week, (laughs) which technically for me will be coming out tomorrow at the time of me recording this, Never mind, I don't want to confuse you guys. (laughs) The podcast episode that you guys heard last week, I mentioned in the beginning of it that, you know, there was a week and a half between podcast episodes of me recording it and sharing it. And something that came up for me over the past couple weeks was this feeling of guilt. And I don't, I don't know really how else to necessarily define it. That's the thing is I don't always find feel the need to find words for my emotions. And I, I suggest that you do the same. You know, sometimes I just feel them. We don't always need to label them. But I guess the best way to put it for sake of communicating it to you guys is I felt this sense of guilt for not having a podcast episode. And also, I haven't been maybe posting as frequently recently on my Instagram, and I just kind of took a break from things. As I mentioned in the last podcast episode, my boyfriend had COVID, and he also lost a friend, and that was just a lot 
a lot in our family, our small little family to be going through. And for me, as somebody who is very empathetic and very sensitive to other people's experiences and emotions, when something traumatic happens, even if it's not to me, if it's to somebody that I love and that I'm very close to and that I feel that I feel their emotions closely, it really affects me. And I was so hard on myself thinking I needed to still be showing up and I needed to balance it all. And now that we're kind of back to our normal routine. My boyfriend is back at work today after being home for a week with COVID. And it's been now two weeks since all of this really first went down. I'm kind of seeing everything from a different point of view. And I've had a lot of time to think over the past couple of weeks, just how all of that made me feel, to feel still pressured to show up when I was not feeling like I had an overflowing cup to pour from. And as we'll talk about in today's podcast episode, when you feel these things in your life, when you come across these things in your life that don't feel good to you, it's important that we actually take the time to recognize that, hey, this shit does not feel good. And ask ourselves, what doesn't feel good about this? How would I rather feel instead? How am I creating this problem for myself? And what I really realized is that I want my business, what I do, what I give to the world, you know, this podcast or how I share on social media and give and teach in that way or through my courses and my coaching or even my jewelry brand. Like I want all that I give to the world to come from a an, an overflowing cup of just absolute love that I feel that I'm able to give freely. And I want my business to work for me. I don't want to work for my business. And I've created this life for a reason so that I do have the flexibility to honor who I truly am and who I truly am is a really sensitive person and a person who sometimes needs to retreat and go within and take these breaks and be on my own and be by myself and not feel this weight of responsibility and this guilt and shame for not showing up for other people when I need that time for myself. So with all that being said, (laughs) I know that I've been kind of saying, oh, I'll be posting a podcast every Tuesday and I'm really excited to be more frequent, but (laughs) I've decided again that I only want to come here when I have something powerful to share, when I really have something to say, to share with you that is coming from me, from a place of absolute overflow and love and just giving, not when I'm feeling drained or like I have to, right? I want to come here and show up for you guys because I want to, because I have something valuable to share with you. So 
Although I will continue to strive to have a new podcast episode for you as often as I can, there may be some breaks in between my posting and I may take a week off or two weeks off or a month off and I'm not going to feel guilty about it anymore. And I just want you guys to know that that's the vibe that I'm working off of. (laughs) So you can expect me to show up when I feel called to show up and when I have something valuable to give. So you can know that every podcast episode that's posted here is extremely valuable and has deep meaning and love behind it and is being presented to you and given to you from a state of overflow within myself and absolutely nothing else. That's what I want this podcast to be. I want every episode to be potent and helpful and I know that that can only be true if I'm coming from a place of my most potency and giving freely because I want to, because I feel that I have the energy and the ability and the inner charge to give in that way. And this can be applied to your own life too, right? Like if there are things that you are doing and it doesn't feel always very aligned for you. Maybe it's, you know, you're giving yourself too much to showing up for certain friendships or relationships. And sometimes you're showing up because you feel like you have to, but you aren't honoring what you need. Or maybe it's a passion project or a side hustle, or even the way that you show up at your own job. It's important that we find this balance. And I'm not saying, you know, we get to just slack off in our life and find these excuses because we will talk about this too, how the ego really will try to keep you in that comfort zone and will try to bring up these reasons of why you shouldn't or why right now is not the right time to do all these things. That's very different than honoring your truth and how you genuinely feel on the inside and what you need, what your soul needs, what you need to be your best self. And it's important that we strive to be consistent with our goals, with the things that we want to do, but it's also important that we don't drain ourselves and that we don't overexert ourselves and that we're honest with ourselves, right? Like, what am I sacrificing in order to give my all to this other thing right now? We shouldn't really have to sacrifice any parts of ourselves. We need to find this balance in our lives where we are filling our cup and also giving. And this balance isn't always found overnight. And it really takes that awareness, as I had, of noticing the things that don't feel good and asking, what about this doesn't feel good? Where am I creating this for myself? And where can I easily take a step back and just be straight up and be honest with you guys and be like, hey, I want to make sure I'm giving my 100% all the time for you guys. And if I need to take a break, I need to take a fucking break. (laughs) I'm not going to feel bad about it. And I know that nobody else is going to feel bad about it or be mad at me for it either because I know that you guys will respect that I only want to show up with my 100% for you guys. And 
in any area of your life that you feel that you are consistently pouring from an empty cup and putting yourself and your happiness and your health at risk, other people will respect that honesty from you in saying, hey, I can't do this right now. I can't show up in this way right now. I need to take a second for myself so that then I can come back to you with my 100%. Life is long and with the career I'm building, I'm in this for the long run. I'm not, you know, running a sprint. This is a marathon. And to be able to run this marathon and show up for years on years, that's my goal for you guys. I need to make sure that I'm not overexerting myself right now and that I'm continuing to always take care of myself because what I'm able to give to you guys always comes from me first filling my cup, learning myself, living myself, experiencing these life lessons myself, and then I'm able to teach them to you and guide you through these same things that I've lived and I walk the actual talk of. So the next door neighbor's gardeners just showed up and started gardening. So if you hear any sounds, I apologize for that, but I do just want to sit down and get this podcast recorded because it's on my mind and I want to talk about these things with you guys. So as I mentioned, when you listen to this, I will be in Costa Rica. So I haven't really shared a lot on this podcast about why I'm going to Costa Rica, you know, what my intention is, and I'll talk about this more in Costa Rica, but For now, I just want to share that a lot of the reason why I'm going is actually aligned to what we're going to talk about in today's podcast episode. And that's why all of this is very on my mind and feels like the perfect time to record this episode. But first of all, I'm going because this is something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to go on a solo trip. I mean, since I was like 15, 16, it was my dream to go on one of those solo trips where you find yourself, you know? It's not that I necessarily have to find myself anymore because I feel very found, but I kind of want to rediscover myself again and who I am now and where I want to go and get some space create some space and some silence in my life to begin to question things and see things differently, see these automatic responses that I have and these ways that I keep myself in the same habitual patterns and what is my current normal set point and what do I want it to be instead which is what we're going to talk about in today's podcast episode. It's really coming in the most perfect timing, although I had planned this trip or booked this trip probably over a month ago now. And even before that, I had really set the intention that in September, October, I was going to go on a solo trip. And now it's like (laughs) the universe has totally prepared me for this trip to get the most out of it, which always tends to happen because I always tend to set intentions for 
my trips or I'm just always setting intentions, honestly, but I feel that I've been in like a pre-course for the learning lesson that this trip will be for my life. And I really am looking forward to this trip to be free from distraction in my normal life. And as I said, those habitual patterns that I'm likely in without even fully noticing. And I do practice a lot of awareness in my life, but our subconscious minds are so sneaky and we operate so much on a subconscious level that even when we have this awareness, we're often blind to it. So to have this pattern disruption, to take myself out of my everyday life, and I mean everything away from my home, away from anybody, literally I'm going on my own alone and I live with my boyfriend. I've lived with my boyfriend for three years. So to have that separation, to just really be on my own for the first time in a long time and in a foreign place is going to be a major pattern disruption that I believe will help me to see things a lot more clearly. And also, as I said, really help me to break free from distraction because I am going to Costa Rica with the intention to create and create new things, new programs, new courses, and just ways to connect with you guys that will help you, that will really be beneficial to you, to your evolution and come from my heart, from my own lived experience. And I'm not saying that you have to go far away and on your own to create something powerful like that, but I also run a business, a physical business other than my courses and my coaching, which is Arcanum LA, my jewelry brand. And I'm going to be honest that tends to suck up a lot of my time and my energy and it takes away from my ability to create a lot. And so although I'll have these intentions to create new content and new courses and programs to take you guys through to help you guys in your own soul evolution and breaking through your own barriers and evolving I want to create all of these things and I know that that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to be a teacher. I'm here to be a guide. But my other business can really take a lot of my energy. And then it becomes hard for me to create when, again, I'm depleted and I, I'm not pouring from a, an overfilling cup. So a huge intention of going to Costa Rica is to be able to really focus on filling my cup taking care of myself and creating away from distraction while also really working on myself and looking at myself and hopefully breaking through the current experience of up level and that constriction before expanding that I'm in right now, which we're going to talk about in this episode. But that's why I'm going there. And I'll share much more when I'm there. I'll do a whole episode, I'm sure, on this while I am there. But yeah, I just wanted to give you guys that little preface. I am 
feeling a little bit scared and anxious, if I'm being honest. Like I said, I haven't ever traveled alone. I've never spent this much time away from my boyfriend or my cats, and I know that I'll miss them. And I probably do have some level of codependency on my boyfriend. And we were just talking about it the other day. When you don't have each other to distract yourselves, you get a lot of shit done. So we're both excited to get a lot done while we're away from each other. But I know that I will miss him. And yeah. (laughs) Nonetheless, I still know that this is going to be amazing for me. And this is something that I'm being called to do. And it's a part of my path. It's a part of something that I'm supposed to do. And I don't even think I can possibly know the full reason why yet. I'm just sharing with you what I feel is my reason why at this point. But the next podcast episode you listen to will likely have a different understanding and explanation of the learnings that this trip is meant to give me. But I'm excited to bring you guys along the whole way through it all and share what this solo travel experience brings to me and what lessons I learned through it. And I also want to remind you that you don't have to travel for a month or leave your home and your family in order to do this type of work and you know, have these breakthroughs and learn about yourself in a deeper way. You can always do this at home. (laughs) You can do this anywhere. But I do feel that having a level of solitude and being able to shut off the world and your distractions is important when you really want to dive deep into this work of seeing yourself fully and knowing where you're at and deciding where you want to go. I think it is very helpful to kind of close out the rest of the world for a bit, even if it's just a weekend where you tell your friends and family that you're just going to unplug and turn off your phone and You really shut off from social media and you just allow yourself to go inward alone for a weekend in your home even. I think that can be very beneficial in seeing things more clearly. But yeah, I just wanted to make that clear that it's – I'm not saying you have to do what I'm doing to to have breakthroughs or to create or to – receive new learnings and downloads and guidance, but that's just what I've been feeling called to do. I've been feeling just this pull to do this. And again, it's all happening at such perfect timing because I don't know if it's because I know this trip is coming up or what, but over the past couple of weeks, I've just felt this intense restlessness, this yearning for something that I can't even pinpoint. It's like something's on the horizon and I need to create this space and this silence for myself to access it and to see the picture more clearly. Hopefully again in the next podcast episode, I have so much more clarity to share with you guys, but 
like I said, that's all I know at this point. I just feel this pull and my soul feels restless and just ready for something, but I don't know what that something is yet. So to be continued on that one. Hi, (laughs) just wanted to jump in real quick. This is Brooke from the future or actually more like the present. I am recording this the day that this episode will be released, but I just wanted to jump in. This is now a week after this podcast episode has been recorded. I am in Costa Rica. I'm settling in and I wanted to let you know that the creation is underway, baby. (laughs) It is just being so divinely channeled through. I'm receiving all the downloads and I'm feeling so good here. So I wanted to let you know that the waitlist for what I am working on here is linked below in the show notes for you to get on. I am so excited for what I'm creating. Like I said, it is just flowing through with so much ease, so much effortlessness, and it just is really proving my purpose for coming here even more. I've only been here a couple days and I will be continuing to create what I'm creating throughout my stay, but you can go ahead and get on the wait list now. More details will be coming out so, so, so soon. I will be letting you guys know a lot more about it in the coming week, but if you want to get on the wait list to be the first to know, that will be linked down below for you. Also, another really exciting thing that is linked in the show notes as well is I have opened early enrollment for the first time ever for Align and Attract 2023. It's January 2023 round. We will be starting with the new year to kick it off right and manifest your next up level, your dream life in the new year. And I know it's just September, but the new year will be here before we know it. And enrolling early into Align and Attract allows you to reserve the current price of the course before it goes up during official enrollment in December and also allows you to go on the longest payment plan available. So you can pay in full if that's more your vibe or you can go on a lengthened payment plan that makes Align and Attract accessible for you and just really extends the payments for you. So that has always been highly requested. So I'm really happy to offer that to you. And if you aren't familiar, Align and Attract is my signature manifestation course. It's literally a manifestation university. It's a monster of it, of course. It's incredible. And we get the most amazing results from the students. And I would so love to have you in this next round. So if you know you have been called to align and attract and you are ready to start 2023 off with an absolute bang and call in and align to your most perfect dream life, then that early enrollment is ready and waiting for you and will be linked down below for you. Also, for early enrollment, you will receive early access to the first few modules of the course so that you can dive in in December and get a head start on setting your goals and intentions for the new year and beginning to call them in already. So I am so excited for these new offerings, so many exciting things to come, and everything will be linked down below for you in the show notes 
and more updates on that new program coming very, very soon too. I will be posting a new podcast episode next week, updating you guys fully on my Costa Rica solo trip so far, but I am sending you so much love in the meantime, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. As your spiritual big sister, I feel like it's my responsibility to be raw and real and honest with you. And I actually just shared an Instagram post last week about feeling this way, about kind of feeling alone in my spiritual journey and what I've been going through lately. But then remembering that, you know, what Arcanum was built off to start with, my social media accounts and this podcast, all of it was me learning and then teaching along the way. Teaching what I was learning as I went through it and just being real and honest. And Arcanum Life was originally my, almost like my journal of sharing what I was learning and experiencing and how I was growing spiritually. And as it became more found, I became much more aware of what I was sharing and who was seeing what I was sharing. And I feel became a bit more private with it and not always wanting to share some of my struggles because I wanted to be this light for you guys. But I see that I can be a light while also being real. And sometimes that's the light that we need is being seen by another person and understood by another person by the same struggles that we share. So I feel like it is my responsibility to be real with you guys, to share what I'm going through. And hopefully through what I share, you are able to feel seen and heard and understood and learn from my own experiences. So what this podcast episode is about today is really very much what I'm currently going through. And it's a concept that I'm familiar with. It's a concept I've been through before, but I don't know if I've felt it. I, I actually, I know I haven't felt it this strongly in quite a while. I haven't experienced what I'm experiencing right now to this degree in years. And that's because I'm really pushing my boundaries right now. And where I'm at right now has been accumulating since I want to say like January of this year. That's kind of when I first really started having the breakthroughs that led me here. And it's just been compounding and evolving and growing. And my clarity has grown stronger. And it's just been a process of seeing myself more clearly, understanding the programs I've been running on, and choosing a new path for myself, and then regulating that new path. Now, as I go through this episode and I share what I'm going to share with you, I really want you to apply it to your own self and your own experience. And you may want to pause this episode or even just take a second 
to really think through some questions that I'm going to ask you right now. But I feel that these questions can really help us to pinpoint where we are keeping ourselves stuck and in a state of suffering that we don't have to be in. And maybe we aren't even conscious to this suffering that we're perpetuating in our lives. Maybe we haven't taken the time to bring awareness to it yet. But my hope for you is that this podcast can be a catalyst for you to awaken to ways that you have been feeding into these automatic patterns that no longer serve you, that are holding you back, that are exhausting you, that are draining you, that aren't in alignment with where you're going next or the life that you deserve and that you get to live. So my first question to you is what stresses are you addicted to? So ask yourself that. What stress am I addicted to? And you may be like, Brooke, what the fuck are you talking about? I hate feeling stressed. I'm definitely not addicted to it. I don't want stress in my life. But what stress do you keep finding yourself in? What stress do you keep returning to? What scenarios in your life, maybe it's relationship problems. Maybe it's feeling overwhelmed at work. Maybe it's beating yourself up for not feeling good enough all the time. Maybe it's attacking your body image. Maybe it's being overly hard on yourself and having this perfectionist outlook on your life. And if everything is not absolutely perfect at all times, you have this all or nothing outlook on your life that then you can't enjoy anything. You guys, the gardening sounds were so bad. I just had to take a a second to take a break because I was like, I don't need them to be hearing this in the audio. It was like this guy was blowing a leaf blower just to piss me off, but we aren't letting it affect us. We're chilling. We're vibing. Truly, we're good. Okay. (laughs) Back to these questions for you to ask yourself. The next question is, what emotional states do I keep finding myself in? So what do you feel often? What do you find yourself feeling many times a week, maybe even a day? Even if you try to start your day on a high note or you really set the intention to be present all week, And to be a good fucking vibe and be happy and have fun. What emotional state do you continue to find yourself in? And I think that a lot of these answers that we may have are likely shared in common. I think some of your answers may be the same as mine. Obviously, we may have some different ones as well. But I do find from my coaching, my one-on-ones, my courses, connecting with you guys, talking to you guys, a lot of us have these similar experiences. But all of that aside, what do you find yourself in? What emotional states do you find yourself 
falling into repeating again and again. If you were to describe how you often feel without thinking, you know, how you want to feel or this idealistic view, be really real with yourself right now. How do you usually feel? What emotions do you find yourself coming back to? What emotional states are you experiencing week after week after week? Bring some awareness to that right now. Again, maybe this is something you've never really taken the time to look at. You've never really slowed down and asked yourself, what emotional states do I repeat in my life? Maybe up until this point, you've been so caught up in them that you haven't really given yourself time to think about it or to look at it and to realize that it doesn't have to be that way. Maybe you've become so used to feeling these ways that to you, it's just become normal. It's how you think life must be or feel. Or maybe you even have realized that you feel these ways that you don't fucking like feeling this way, but you've just kind of buried it under the rug and never really did much with that knowledge and continued to repeat these emotional states day after day, week after week, month after month in your life. Now, my next question for you is when you really think about it, what are you sick of repeating in your life? Again, maybe there's a pattern in your relationships. Maybe you're always getting in these pointless fights with your partner. Maybe you continue to feel stressed and overwhelmed no matter what job you have, what you're doing. Maybe you always have this underlying depression and anxiety that just always seems to be there. No matter what you do, what you achieve, it's always there. Any of these emotions and anything else you can think of, something that just always seems to be there, always seems to repeat and find its way back into your life. What are you sick of repeating? What would feel really fucking good to be done with? To have this time be the last time that you repeated that experience, that emotion, that level of stress. Now, final question before we get into the things. Is there something you are even currently trying to change, but you feel yourself pulled even deeper into as you try to break free from it. Again, going off the last examples, maybe you are really trying to stop having this unnecessary drama in your relationships and creating conflict in your life, but the more that you bring awareness to it and you try to change it, you feel yourself almost going at war against yourself and creating it more. You may even have awareness as you do it, but it's almost like you can't stop. 
Or maybe it's the stress and overwhelm and you're fucking sick of feeling that way and you're bringing awareness to it. You're trying not to, but then the stress and overwhelm becomes even more overpowering to you, becomes crippling to you even, anxiety inducing. Or maybe it's that you're sick of having these cycles of depression But as you try to bring awareness to it and not fall into this again, you feel more and more depressed and like everything's been turned up to full volume on a dial. I want you to notice those things, to bring them to mind now. Maybe it's something you're working on now or maybe it's something that you've worked on in the past and possibly even gave up on because... Honestly, it may have felt like it got too hard for you to overcome. So maybe you've just settled into the belief that maybe for you, that's just the way it has to be. But you know better than that. And that's what I want to share with you today. Because I've experienced this all myself. And maybe even those examples I gave you were a little close to home. But... (laughs) I've been experiencing this war in my mind lately. That's the best way I can phrase it. Shout out Lana Del Rey. Shout out Ride. That song hit back then, it hits today. (laughs) If you're a Lana fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But we do create this war in our mind and it's not a imagined experience it's real because we're using our conscious mind we're using our awareness to go against what's subconscious what is subconscious what is programmed in us is 95 percent of what creates our experience of reality five percent is our conscious mind So when we are trying to go against our subconscious with our conscious, it's a lot of fucking work. It can be hard, but it is doable. And there is a tipping point to this work where you create momentum behind what you're doing. And yes, you may very well, not even you may, you probably will experience that a deep constriction before that breakthrough, that expansion, where everything feels like it is on steroids, like the volume is turned way the fuck up, like that anxiety is heightened, those feelings, those emotions are felt deeper than ever. You're creating even more chaos in your life than ever. But as you continue to have the awareness through it, As you continue to shine a light from it, it is no longer hidden in the shadow and you are able to change it. The breakthrough I really had back in January that has continued to develop and become clearer to me over time because it's a lot of things linked and it's a lot of shadows. And again, this is just me being super real with you guys. I really uncovered my perfectionism, which I had never fully looked at or fully understood. Of course, I would kind of jokingly call myself a perfectionist and I knew there were some tendencies there, 
But this understanding began to develop into an even deeper understanding of, is it that I'm a perfectionist or is it that I am always creating these scenarios of chaos that I must fix in my life? Yeah. (laughs) It gets pretty fucking deep here. That's the work I want you to do. And again, it takes time, but it's really digging into these things and finding what it's rooted in. And you don't need to know the exact moment in your childhood that this became a program in your mind. But what I do know about myself is that I'm addicted to a certain level of chaos. I am addicted to feeling like I always need to fix something and make it better and perfect it. Or should I say, up until this point, I have. Up until this point, I have continuously created these experiences of overwhelm and stress in my life. This overwhelm and stress creates this sense of chaos of lack of control that then I will take out on myself. I'll take it out on the people closest to me, creating even more chaos by creating unnecessary drama and fights and arguments. I'll take it out on myself by making myself feel like I'm not good enough, like I'm not doing enough. I will self-sabotage my success and self-sabotage the way I view my success, my accomplishments, what I've done, how grateful or proud I allow myself to be of myself. And in turn, this all feeds that level of perfectionist that creates this feedback loop of this cycle because then I'll strive to make everything perfect and drain myself, kill myself trying to do this only to find myself again creating a state of overwhelm, of stress, not allowing myself to be still, to chill the fuck out, (laughs) to just be, to be grateful for my life, to be grateful for things just as they are. These are all things I'm still really unpacking and working on and This shadow was a shadow that remained hidden throughout all of my phases of shadow work that I've dove into. This has always stayed hidden from me. And now that I see it, it's crazy because I'm like, how the fuck was this not the most obvious shadow in me? (laughs) Because it kind of feels like the root that everything branches off of. But again, our subconscious mind is sneaky in that way and will hide these things from us. So this is the thing that I'm currently working on. This is the emotional state that I see repeated in my life that everything kind of branches off of. It's this overwhelm, this stress, this need to create chaos in my life. This unattainable perfection. And what I mean by that, and again, very vulnerably sharing this because I think that a lot of you may likely relate 
is setting these levels consciously or not of how I want everything to be. But then even when it is that way, wanting more, not feeling gratitude. Maybe I feel it for a second, but just keeping myself in this state of feeling like there's more for me to do, more for me to achieve. And I'm not saying that having goals, reaching them, then setting new ones is a bad thing. Not at all. There's a healthy level of it. But I'm saying that I have been operating, not all the time, but I feel that my baseline, what I come back to, is this mindset of never taking a moment to appreciate myself. Me. Brooke. The Brooke who did the work to get here. The soul work to get here. The Brooke who is doing the soul work now to get where I'm going. Sometimes, instead of appreciating that, I beat myself up for not getting or being where I want to go yet. How crazy is that? When I'm vibrating at my highest, when I am my most magnetic, when I'm coming to you from a place of clarity and connection as I am today, this is not the mindset that I'm in. I am present. I'm grateful. I am filling my cup. I'm loving myself. And I'm sharing from a place of overflow, from a desire to give to the world. But my subconscious tries to bring me back to that other state, the one where I tell myself I should be doing more. I'm not good enough. I create chaos in my life. I tell myself these stories that make everything overwhelming and stressful around me Even if I were to take a step back and look at it and see that it doesn't need to be that way at all. That, up until this point, has been my baseline, my normal, on a very subconscious level. Because as I said, I've done this work. I've done the shadow work. But I'm discovering something new that still needs to be healed within me. And... For a moment, I felt almost embarrassed about this and I didn't want to share it because I thought to myself, I'm a manifestation coach. I'm a teacher of these things. Shouldn't I have cleared all of my shadows by now? Shouldn't I have seen this? But that taught me another lesson that I'm fucking human too. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. None of us were put here to be perfect. And with each lesson I learn on my path, I become a greater teacher, a greater coach. I'm able to help you all more. This may be one of my first really shocking shadows to uncover, but it will not be my last. This is a lifelong process of learning of understanding ourselves and of 
healing and evolving, we're in soul school. It doesn't stop. And that's okay. And it's nothing to be ashamed about. What matters is that we continue to be real with ourselves. That we don't judge ourselves when these things come up. And instead, we can actually get excited about it. Because once we see it, once we've shined a light on it, we have already begun the process of transmuting it, of overcoming it, of healing it. What was subconscious under the surface, a part of that 95% that has been running our life on autopilot has now been made conscious. We see it. We're aware of it. We're able to spot it in the act. And this gives us the power to change it, to choose something new for ourselves and to begin the process of reprogramming. This is part of the reason why I wanted to go on a solo trip was to really give myself this space to really look at this shadow because it's a big one. It's a huge one for me that seems to affect every area of my life and that my other shadows that I've thought I've healed, right, or have healed, but that they've really branched off of. Not all, but many. And I was excited to go on a solo trip to observe this shadow more to sit with it, to ask it questions, to shine light on it, to transmute it, to choose something different and to begin to implement a new way of thinking, of feeling, of believing, of acting, of being. And then, as the universe does, it's all just happened on the most divine timing where I feel like I'm peaking. I'm hitting a peak with this realization and this uncovering of this shadow right now where I'm really having that experience of the constricting before I'm able to release it and expand beyond it. There is a war in my mind right now, in my body. I feel myself, my subconscious self trying to bring me back into these emotions Even the increased heart rate, the feelings of stress, of fear, of anxiety, of overwhelm, and then my conscious mind fighting it, being like, hey, there is nothing to be stressed, overwhelmed, afraid of. You're good. We aren't doing this anymore. It's created really this emotional warfare that's been a lot for me to feel through. I'm talking, I've been on the couch with an anxiety-weighted blanket just kind of staring at the ceiling, (laughs) talking myself through this shit because it's been a lot. But this is why I ask you, if there's been something that you have tried to release, that you've tried to change, that then felt heightened to you. Because the thing is, is that the emotions that we feel Over and over again, the emotional states that we experience, possibly stress, overwhelm, these become our subconscious normal set points for life. It becomes like our emotional home. As uncomfortable as it may be for you, and as much as consciously you don't like it, 
you felt this state so many times that your subconscious, your body, your ego has memorized it as your home base, as where you belong. And even a part of you, as weird as it may seem, actually likes this feeling because it's familiar. And you may be hearing this like, no, the fuck I don't. But there is a part of you that subconsciously does, that craves this, that is addicted to it, that will seek more out, that will essentially take over you to create more of it to feed its levels. And when your levels of stress or anxiety or replace that with whatever else resonates with you are down, your body automatically kicks into this mission to create more stress and anxiety to bring those levels back up to your home base, to your energetic set point. If you've been pushing the boundaries of what has been familiar to you, maybe you grew up in a chaotic household and now you've been really trying to create a home that feels at peace. As you're doing this, as positive of intentions that you have, on a subconscious level, your ego is feeling threatened because this is threatening the idea of self, of who you are and what you expect in your life. Alarms are being sounded all throughout your body and mind trying to create more chaos because you are out of your normal set point, your home base. You are out of what's familiar and the ego so desperately wants to keep you in the familiar because the familiar has been marked as safe. Whether it was safe or it wasn't, whether it feels safe to you now or not, your ego has marked it as safe because it's what you are used to. It's what you've known up until this point. Anything unknown is automatically marked as unsafe. So in my case, if I've always felt this need to be overwhelmed stressed, on edge, in a state of chaos. Anytime I have peace, my body will be at it for a moment. And then once it realizes, oh shit, our chaos levels are down, our stress and anxiety and overwhelm levels are down, we're feeling really calm right now. That's not normal. Let's create some chaos. (laughs) Let's fuck some shit up. It's not that your ego is bad. It's not that your subconscious self hates you or wants what's bad for you. It's trying to keep you safe. And we have to realize that. That this war that is going on between us is truly because your ego is trying to keep you safe. In Align and Attract, my manifestation course, I talk a lot about this because it's huge. It is so important because again, when you are trying to implement change in your life, there will be alarm systems going off trying to pull you back into the familiar. And if you give into that fight, if you don't know better than how to overcome that resistance, 
you will just inevitably fall back into those same emotional states, those habitual patterns, those mindsets and beliefs, those ways of feeling and being. We have to think greater than our feelings, than our body. We have to remember who's the motherfucking captain of this ship. (laughs) And it may feel like at times it's your subconscious or it's your ego, but ultimately you hold the power. You have the final say. You have the strength to overcome any of it. You just need to know how to regulate yourself through it. In Align and Attract, I teach an ego taming meditation, but I recommend even to write a letter to yourself, write a letter to your ego, to the part of you that's trying to keep you in this familiar zone. Send it love, explain to it that you know where it's coming from. You know it's just trying to keep you safe, but that you, your conscious self and your higher self have got this covered And you are actually doing what you are doing for your greatest and highest good. For the greatest and highest good of the entire unit that makes up you. The conscious mind, the subconscious mind, the ego, the higher self, the inner child, all of it. You are doing this. You are creating this change for all of you. For the betterment of all of you. And that it is safe to trust you. It is safe to release that control. And it is safe to move outside of what is familiar, that comfort zone, because there is a greater comfort zone for you waiting on the other side of this resistance that you are now beginning to regulate as your new emotional home, your set point. When you feel this resistance come up, like I said, I was laying on the couch under a weighted blanket just staring at the ceiling. This is the internal dialogue I want you to have. You can feel what you're feeling and recognize it, but also talk yourself through it. Let yourself know it's okay. Remind yourself why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Because it's familiar. Because it's normal. Because this is all that you've known. But that you are currently doing the work that is regulating a new normal for yourself that you a year from now is going to look back on and be so fucking thankful that you did this hardest part right now by fighting through that change. We need to have awareness for this purging cycle that there's going to be that peak, that constriction before the breakthrough and we never want to give up too early. You hear people talk about this a lot and I've talked about it many times that just before many of my manifestations come to fruition, there's almost this decline this feeling of self-doubt, like it's not going to happen. There's this constriction before the expansion. In this same way, as you create these breakthroughs, as you up-level on an emotional level to a new home base, a new emotional state that is your set point, often there's that tug-of-war that takes place. And it can be intense. But when you stand strong in it, When you stay firm in that new reality that you know is available to you, that you are ready to regulate now as your new normal, and what you are ready to release and let go of, when you stand strong in that position, yeah, there's going to be that moment of intensity, 
But then there will be the release. There will be the breakthrough. There will be that expansion. In those moments when you feel the most challenged, when you feel like although your mind, your conscious mind is trying to tell your body one thing, your body almost has a mind of its own, has taken control and is making you feel all these ways, ask yourself, is this a real threat? Is this really something going on that I should feel anxious about? That I should feel worried about? Is this the ultimate truth? What I'm thinking about myself? What I'm thinking about this situation at hand? When we hold these feelings up to the light in this way, we're able to see through them a lot more. We're able to gain some clarity on the situation and realize that we're likely just freaking ourselves the fuck out. (laughs) Our body is just trying to drag ourselves back into this familiar state. You want to make sure that in these moments, you're really helping yourself all that you can to switch from the fight or flight response, which your body will go into when it is resisting this change that you are implementing. You want to switch from your sympathetic nervous system to activating your parasympathetic nervous system. A great way to do this is through breathing. I mention this all the time and it's because I truly do it all the time. (laughs) Breathing in for four seconds, holding at the top and then breathing out slowly for eight seconds. And as I do this, I will again continue to talk myself through it, reminding myself that these threats aren't real threats, that this is just my body trying to bring myself back into what it has perceived as normal, as its home base, as its comfort zone, and that this no longer needs to be my comfort zone. And I will breathe through what is my new comfort zone. So I will regulate in what is my new normal. As I'm breathing, I'll tell myself that I get to feel this good. Life gets to be as good as I want it to be. Life gets to be whatever I choose to create it as. This can also be really helpful when you are at that upper limit. I mentioned before that I've done this when I've moved into new homes, when I've manifested new levels of income, that I really have to regulate it as normal because, again, it's out of your comfort zone. But more recently, on the couch with my anxiety blanket, (laughs) I've been breathing through that it's okay for me to relax. It is safe for me to be relaxed. It is safe for everything in my life to be running smoothly without me trying. I think that's what's really been testing me is things have been running smoothly and I've been working less than ever. That's been weird for me. (laughs) That's been scary to me, but I've been regulating myself through that. When my body tries to come up with these reasons for me to freak the fuck out and feel like there's a fire I need to put out, I remind myself that whatever perceived stress or fire that I'm creating in my mind can wait. (laughs) An email can wait. A text can wait. Whatever it is that I feel like is urgent and causing me the stress, it can wait. I'm allowed to be here in this moment, enjoy it, and feel good. And I'll breathe that in. 
I'll just breathe through it and remind myself that I'm safe. That's really important to come back to is that you are safe because again, that is what your ego's freaking the fuck out about is that it thinks that you aren't safe because what you are doing, what you are feeling, what you are experiencing isn't familiar. Even if it feels good, it's not familiar. So it's marked it automatically as unsafe. Another thing that's been helping me a lot is meditation. I really find that when I have been skipping meditation, that I struggle a lot more in my reprogramming process, in fully activating the next level of myself and my being that I want to be and feel. And in my meditation, asking for help, calling upon your guides or source or universe or God, whatever you call it, whatever you call it, calling on it. I really like to talk to guides. I've really realized that, that I like to talk to what I refer to as my angels, my guides. It feels very comforting to me to use that term and to imagine it in that way. For me, God or source or universe even almost feels like too big and abstract. So I really like to think of angels or guides surrounding me. I think because it's easier for me to visualize being a human and all, (laughs) to visualize kind of other human type entities surrounding you and guiding you, but calling on them, knowing that you don't have to do it alone. And just honestly, I'll sit in meditation and if I need to, I'll cry a little (laughs) and I'll just ask for help and just say, angels, please help me. Like I, I need help through this. I'm going to do it, but I don't want to do it all alone. Please help me through this. Please make this easier for me. Please show me the way. Lately as well, the intention I've been setting has just been to experience more enjoyment and more peace in my life. Just infusing more fun into my life and I want to remind you that it doesn't have to be anything outside of you because trying to change our external reality isn't ever going to change the internal. We must change the internal first. So if you think, you know, oh, then that means I must have to buy all these things and make my life look prettier, go here, do that, or buy flowers or whatever the fuck. No, let it start on the inside. Feel good on the inside And that will all infuse outwardly into your external reality. But when we try to make ourselves feel better internally by doing all these things outside of us, reaching outward for things to heal us inward, we're just kind of putting a band-aid on the wound. And it may make you feel better for a little bit, but it doesn't last. So it's really important from the start to just begin from the inside. Something that helps me to feel better, to infuse more fun, to just feel good is listening to more fun music, letting myself just listen to music, vibe out, (laughs) and dance. That's something I've found that I return back to again and again. You've probably heard me say it before, but it really makes such a difference. It's kind of crazy, but just starting my day with a little bit of dancing, just putting on music, and I'll even close my eyes as to not like judge myself, 
which I think we so easily can fall into. You know, if you're dancing and you're in front of a mirror, you may then start to pick at your body or just critique yourself. I'll close my eyes and just straight up vibe the fuck out with the music, just like swaying and feeling it. And it just feels good. I'll listen to really high vibrational music or what's high vibrational to me, what makes me feel good and tingly and happy inside and just flow to it. And that connects me to my body. That connects me to the present moment and just helps me to feel good to release, right? Like if you aren't dancing, then you're probably pretty pent up. You're probably pretty stiff. You're like rigid. I feel like you can't be rigid and also dance, right? So I think starting my day with that helps a lot and helps me to just feel more fun and flowy and even feminine. But it's not just for the girls. It's for the guys too. But I'm just saying (laughs) that's what it helps me to feel. I also just remind myself at the start of my day and coming back to this throughout my day, just giving myself permission to be at peace with what is, whatever that is for that day. As I told you guys, you know, the last two weeks were really crazy and sad in my home and heavy and my boyfriend was sick and it was just not the cutest, right? It wasn't the cutest, but I was at peace with what was. Even though maybe our house was a mess and we were in bed in our pajamas for days and my hair wasn't washed and maybe I even felt a little bit gross. I just let myself be at peace with what was and continue to come back to that. And I continue to come back to that today. And I will tomorrow. And I will an hour from now. And a week from now. Just being at peace with what is. And again, remembering that Rome wasn't built in a day. And where you are right now is a huge stepping stone in where you desire to go. So don't discredit it. Don't beat yourself up for not always being exactly where you want to be. Know that it's all happening for you now. This is all a part of the path and you get to enjoy each moment. Let yourself take breaks. Don't overwork yourself. I think that this is a common collective experience that we share, especially in America, just like this need to be successful and be, do, and have more and better. But we must remember that we aren't here to just work our lives away. We aren't here to just be successful. We're here to be. We're just here to be. We're here to live and experience and love. I think that's the ultimate thing that we're here to do is love. So remove the expectations and the illusion that you must do more and give yourself permission to take a fucking break, to realign throughout your day, whether it's going on a quick five-minute walk or meditating for a second or journaling in your phone notes and realigning your energy, especially when you're in this phase of reprogramming a new energetic baseline. This is really important to do and I think it's important to remember, would you rather be happy or be productive? Would you rather bust through every single thing on your to-do list for the day or be happy and do it with quality and intention 
and maybe have a couple things carry over, but you enjoyed yourself in the day instead of having a miserable day. And also, how productive are you really when you're unhappy? Because I know for myself, when I'm forcing myself, when I'm creating just that miserable environment of go, 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 do, 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 I'm not really that productive. I'm not creating with the same amount of quality and intention. And my love isn't infused in the same way that it is when I'm happy. Yeah, maybe things take me more time. Maybe I don't get everything done that I wanted to get done that day. But what I do get done is of higher value and I enjoy life more. That's what matters. I want to end this episode by reminding you that the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask yourself. This has been said by many people, but most commonly quoted by, I believe, Tony Robbins is quoted from saying this. But when we're able to question our life, look at it and ask ourselves how we really feel about it, how we're really showing up and experiencing our life, again, the questions that you asked yourself in the beginning of this episode, we're then able to have more clarity around what we want instead and improve our overall quality of life because we've even dared to be brave enough to bring awareness to it in the first place. When you find something in your life that doesn't quite feel right, that doesn't make you happy, that stresses you out, that doesn't feel fucking good to you, don't just sweep it under the rug and tell yourself that's just how it has to be or act like it doesn't exist. Ask yourself, what would I rather feel instead? Think of how you'd rather feel instead. And then if that's too hard for you to imagine yourself being or feeling, just begin to ask yourself, what if I could feel or be this way? And you don't even need to answer this. Just begin to ask yourself, what if, that could be the reality that I live. What if I could be in a constant state of peace and enjoyment of life and trusting in the universe? What if? What if my life could look like this, however it is that you want your life to look? What if? Let yourself dream. That is something that I tell all of my clients All of my students, do not stop dreaming. Let yourself imagine a greater life for yourself. And then just begin to question, what if my life could be this good? What if my life could feel this good and be this way? And just ask yourself that. You don't need to answer, but your subconscious mind begins to work for you in answering those questions. In seeking out opportunities and possibilities and guidance for you to help to create that in your life. Become the non-judgmental observer of your life and really notice how you feel and never tell yourself it must be this way because it doesn't ever have to be any way. You get to decide. If it doesn't feel good for you, I guarantee you there is another way. Just be open to seeing it. Be open to asking yourself, what if there was another way? What would I rather experience instead? I will continue to update you guys on this current journey I'm on in 
regulating this new normal in my life, this new normal of peace, of contentment, and of staying in this energetic state long term, not returning to my previously normal state of chaos, of stress, of overwhelm, of anxiety, but instead making this calmness, this peace, this acceptance of life and simply being as my new normal, as my new set point, as my new energetic home. I'm really happy to get to share this journey with you all. I mean, I shared last week in an Instagram post how sometimes I feel alone on my spiritual journey, but sharing it with you makes me feel less alone. And hearing your stories and how you relate to these things always helps me to feel more seen as well. So if you relate, if you've been feeling this way, let me know. I would love to hear what you're currently breaking through and we can support each other because it's not always easy (laughs) as this episode dove into. It's not always easy and it's okay for us to accept that it's not going to be easy and know that so that we aren't shocked when we have that internal war. We saw it coming. We knew it was going to come and we're prepared for it. But if this episode resonated with you, I'd love to have you share it, screenshot it, and let me know your biggest takeaway. Put it on your story. Tag me in it. Maybe let's do like an emoji of some sort if you relate because I know it's kind of personal, but I'll see your DM if I mention in a story. So post it to your story. You can just put an emoji. Let's put like the, what's a good emoji for this? Let's do, I feel like we need to do some type of like, for some reason, the first thing that came to my mind was the sunflower. I don't know why, but that came to my mind maybe because it's like bright and it's a blossoming flower that grows (laughs) and we're growing and we're blossoming. So share it to your story put a sunflower. And if you want to also share with me in more detail how you resonate and you don't feel comfortable sharing that on your story, then send a DM along with it and I'll be able to see both because I'll get the notification that I was mentioned by you and then I'll check your message and I can cheer you on with what you're moving through too. But I love, I just love being able to connect with you guys in this way. This was what I built all of this for. This is what it's all about is us sharing our spiritual journeys and I'm honored to be your spiritual big sister through it all but I love you so much I really fucking do (laughs) thank you for being here with me today thank you for listening to this episode I know it's a long one I always tell myself they're going to be shorter each time I'm like this one will be 40 minutes and then it's long as fuck so thank you for spending the time with me And I'll see you in the next episode from Costa Rica. I hope you have a beautiful week. And remember the power that you have. Sending you so much love and good fucking energy. I'll see you next time. Bye.